Welcome to Solutions from the Huddle, where we discuss meaningful business topics to add value to your efforts. Titus Bartolotta is a certified business coach that's often hired for one-on-one coaching, corporate training, and speaking engagements. Now, here's your host, Titus Bartolotta. This is Solutions from the Huddle, and I am your host, Titus Bartolotta. Man, I'm so glad that you're here. Uh, out of the, the millions of things that you could be doing with your time, you've decided to share some of it with us. Uh, and if you're one of the loyal, amazing, wonderful listeners that tune in all the time, we, I promise, will be delivering again for you. We have an exceptional guest on the program that's going to pour into you mentally, emotionally, spiritually. Uh, this person's going to fill your pocket and your heart. I promise you that. Uh, but if you've never listened to the show before, uh, we are really excited to have you. We, we're all about personal development and professional growth. And so entrepreneurs, sales professionals, leaders of companies, professional athletes will come onto this program and share how they got there, right? I mean, wouldn't it be wonderful because success leaves clues. And so we go find successful people and we hope you keep tuning in. Before we get started though, we we like to start the same way every time, Uh, but we always say if you're driving, don't be cute and close your eyes. You better keep them eyes wide open Uh, but we're going to go to the Lord in prayer. So please join us. Here we go. Lord, we give you glory and honor for all things. We ask that you bless the show, uh, our sponsors, our guests, everyone involved. And let the words of our mouth and the meditation of our heart be acceptable in your sight. Amen. Amen. Okay, folks, we have my good friend, Tanya Blackwood on the program. Now check this out. She is the founder and CEO of Then I Rise, which is a company and an organization that she's going to tell you all about and you're going to feel inspired after hearing about it. She's also a professional life and business coach, and her focus is on mindset and confidence. So if you want to get out of your own head and grow your confidence, if you want to get where the heck it is you keep trying to go, Tanya is the lady to help you do that. Tanya, welcome to the program, my friend. Thank you for being here. I am so excited, Titus. It doesn't even really make any sense how excited I am (laughs) to be here. I think... um, just being around you and your energy, period, is phenomenal. So I just have a feeling that has set on my heart. This is going to be an awesome time for us to spend together. Yeah. Well, listen, if you're listening and not seeing, because we don't always put the, the video out, then you're missing the, like, the smile that Tanya has, by the way, <laughs> which is like, it's like, a, imagine if a flashlight lived in someone's mouth. And every time I see her smile, it's like this burst of light that comes out. Tanya, I want everyone to know why that is. Like, where do you come from? Tell us, tell us the story of, of what helped to make you this wonderful person you are today. Well, I tell you, it, it, it all started when these two Panamanian immigrants got together at a house party in Brooklyn, New York, and hit it off. But they came from country where you know the struggle was real chasing the american dream like most uh immigrants that come to the u.s and i'm first generation and i'm so so proud of that because they instilled such a work ethic Mm. and a love of people in me and the the other five of us six total that you know we all walk with this so can you imagine a room with all six of us in it and and that light bulb i mean (laughs) i'm we're all very close. And um, I think if my dad had his way, uh, rest his soul, we'd probably all live on the same street house next to each other. Uh-huh. That's the kind of guy he was. But 
that, I mean, that's an essence. That's the foundation where I come from, a strong Latin Caribbean um, faithful family and uh, that have a love for people. So yeah. that's what you see. It's so apparent. It really is. And, and, and but I also know that not every moment of your life has been like this super easy, joyful, like oh. there's been some challenges and it, the smile and the light and the brightness doesn't fade. So I want to know about some of the struggles, but, but then I want to know how do you make sure that that light doesn't dim or if it does dim, are you replacing the bulb and putting, put a new bulb in because we don't see it dimming. At least I don't. Well, I mean, that's a great question. A loaded one, but yeah. a great one. <laughs> Um, no, it, it, it's not always, the smile's always there. And, you know, I tell folks all the time, they'll see a cloudy day and they think, well, you know, naturally the sun's not out. The sun's always out. Yeah. It's just the clouds that get in the way, but the sun is always shining. So I try to keep that mindset because we're human and we're going to have things that get in the way. Life happens, right? Yeah. But my faith is my undercurrent mm. and um it it keeps me going I, i'll tell you i am um, raised by entrepreneurs so that journey wasn't always easy there were times when the money was flowing and then there were times when it you know it we didn't have a good week so i learned at a young age that ride the entrepreneur ride of uh one of the activities that we did when we were little my dad would come home with the takings for the day he he owned a concession stand and he sold t-shirts at rock concerts and other public events mm. so uh we would stack the money in the right columns when he came home that was that was the thing stacking the 50s the 10s and 20s yeah. and all of that so that inspired us but then there were days where there were no stacks mm. and maybe there wasn't the water was running but it wasn't hot because the we ran out of oil and, and we couldn't replace it. You know, to me back then it was a pain. Uh, the woman you see now realizes that that was an opportunity, mm. right? But when you're experiencing it, it is, well, God, I'm not doing that entrepreneur thing. It's too hard. Look at this. Look at how we're, you know, what the heck? Um, so I ran from entrepreneurship initially. Mm. And I went to, you remember Ma Bell? when all the phone companies were attached together. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so I went and I got a job at New York Telephone. I was so proud. Um, went and one woman on one side was there for 34 years. The woman on the other yeah. side of me was there for 36. And I said to myself under my breath, I got to get out of here. Oh, how, how, no way I'm doing this. Yeah, my, but that was, a career, that was a career place. I mean, I have family members from New York that like, it was a big deal and people stayed there until they, until they died. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. So I, I saw that and I was like, you know, I, I, I was chasing for it, but that's the prime example of when you pray for something and you pray and you want it and then you land it and you get there and you're like, uh, I don't think this is what I thought it was going to be God. Yeah. So fortunately for me, they went on strike like the month after and I was able to relocate and that started my journey um, to the DMV area. And, you know, moving forward from there, I, I went into entrepreneurship with financial sales. And during that process, I developed an illness that I thought was the flu, but it wasn't. 
you know, it had the, the similar symptoms, but it, it turned out that I had um, a chronic illness. I found out I had high blood pressure. I got hit with all these things. Mm. And um, that really kind of blew me out of the water. I was in a new city. I had yeah. nobody that was close to me. Um, I had ended a, uh, an, a, a relationship that was very abusive uh, verbally and, and emotionally. So I was pretty lost, you know, um, and trying to find my way back. That, that was a tough road. So no, the, the, the bright smile wasn't always so bright. Okay. Because now I find myself in a place where I had to fight for my life and honestly had to make some decisions about whether I wanted to fight or not. Mm. You know? Does that, does that make good times better when, when we have something to compare it to? I mean, we've all heard, you know, we appreciate the sun because it was raining yesterday. We appreciate when it's hot because it was freezing last month, <laughs> you know, and if you're in North Carolina right here where Solutions from the Huddle is, is broadcasting from, uh, if you just wait long enough in the course of one day, you will have rain, snow, and sun. Now we get um, it all, don't we? <laughs> we get it all. But does that is that true? Have you have you been able to say that it's more than a bumper sticker or a quote? It's actually real that you appreciate moments because of other moments in your life. Is yeah. that true? It is. It's really true, Titus. Oh. It, there, one of my favorite songs is. Um, well, I remember how it goes. I won't, I won't sing it for you, but uh, he's the same God then. He's the same God now. Yeah. And that's why I named my company Then I Rise. Because I honestly believe that you can look, your then should empower you to rise. Mm. If you're in a place where you, you, you know, I took that magical walk as a Roman Catholic. I took that magical walk down an aisle and gave my life to Christ in a new format, right? I was raised as a Roman Catholic, but the church that I joined and freely of my own will took that walk, I had been diagnosed with uh, a brain tumor at the time and didn't know what direction I was going to go to. That walk was so important because he's all I had to mm. walk to. In my mind, that was the best decision I'd ever made because nobody was going to get me through that particular phase of my life but him. And that's when I made the decision to get to know him. So to look back on my then, I am so excited. I am so grateful. I am so humbled to still be here walking today to talk about my then and inspire others to let them know that that's the, it doesn't stop it then it actually starts there yeah what a beautiful what a beautiful perspective on that i mean i, I remember before you launched at least i think it was before when i first met you you were you were getting ready to start this but i remember when i first saw then i rise i thought what an exceptional name. The name of your organization is is more than a brand. It's more than a name. It's it's like a battle cry. You yes. know what I mean? It's it's yes. such a beautiful name, and and Thank I you. love it. I every time I see it, it makes me smile. 
I can't imagine how somebody would read that and not feel moved, you know? And so I love it. How, how do you, where do you, where do you pinpoint the strength? Cause you help people with their mindset and their confidence. And the truth of the matter is, is confidence and mindset are not static. They move, they change, they shift level at which we have it. How did you in the moments where it was low, right? I mean, I understand your faith. And when you're talking, you know, when you were just talking a moment ago, I was thinking about long as I got King Jesus, you know, it's a, it's a, a, yes, sir. a, a part of a song that when it starts coming, I start clapping. It's a very, very gospel song. And, mm-hmm. um, but, but in addition to that, right. For the folks, for our listeners that maybe their faith is in a different place, what else musters and marshals up the, the, then I rise, like despite what's going on. Right. Or even, even though, uh, then I rise. Like, how, do, how does one do that? How does the person listening right now that says, man, I'm depressed. I'm sad. I don't know God. I don't know the word. Uh, I don't have a pastor. Uh, I have the words mm-hmm. that I'm listening from Tanya right now. I don't have a stronghold. Yes. And you want me to rise. How come and, and how? What do you say to those people? And I know that's tough. Well, no, it, it, it is tough. But I, I just talked about this yesterday because I think it starts with believing in yourself. Mm. So if you're just given that shell of, of who you are and who other people say you are, sometimes we pull from that because of our insecurities. We don't have a surefied definition of who we are. Yep. I've been told, um, and we've talked about this, that I'm a cultivator. Mm. And so somebody said that to me and, and I ran off and looked it up and, you know, and sure fire, when I looked at it, it was, you know, you're moving earth, you're, you're making something work that's already there, you're bringing life to something, you're stirring the dirt, right? So you, I do all those things for people, right? You have to have a sense of self. Mm. So once you take an inventory of what other people say you are, what you've always believed you were, Put that together and get rid of, I guess, get rid of the sifted, get rid of the crap, mm, right? There you go. Um, and, and sometimes you can't do that by yourself, which is why you have a Titus. So you have a Tanya yeah. in your life to say, you know what, I'm, I'm searching for identity. I'm not really aware of, of who I am. I know what people say I am, but I need to find myself. Once you believe in that package, once you believe in yourself, I firmly believe with my faith, I can do all things. Yeah. But when you believe in yourself, mm. you don't need much else. Now, whether yourself is tied to a God, whatever, whatever it is that you serve, that's, that's going to multiply things 10, 100 fold. Okay. But you have to have a solid foundation in self-awareness and de- identity to understand and get that security and confidence in yourself to know that you, if you step out on something, dadgummit, I'm going to get it done because that's what I'm made of and that's who I am. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes total sense. And, and, uh, you know, I want to get your perspective on this, on this as well. So I hear what you're saying. What I'm hearing you say is when I have a belief in who I am, when I have an awareness in who I am, and I get really excited. The next book I'm writing is, is all about awareness. And, and what I heard from you was the person who's actually aware of who they are 
is an empowered person. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Here's okay. So here's, I want to get your, your view on this. Cause this is your lane. Um, I keep running around and I, sometimes I feel like I talk as though I'm a hundred years old and I'm not, but I feel a hundred sometimes. Tommy. I feel you are an I, old soul. I, I feel, I, I feel it. like an old soul. I but, love it. So, so I, I hear all these young folks and mm-hmm. even though they're my age, they act like they're, 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 they're teenage, teenagers, <laughs> but, but I listen to folks, especially younger people talk all about, you got to accept me for who I am and I'm me. I'm just doing me. Right. I, mm-hmm. like, I hear I'm a just do me and y'all better yes. get it. Y'all better know it. Cause I know who I am. And when I hear that, I think to myself, I don't know if these people know who they are. I don't know if they are really, truly, <laughs> I, it's like, you gotta, you gotta be okay with me. And I'm sitting here going, but you ain't developed yourself yet. You want me to be okay right. with, with a half built half baked cookie. And I'm a grown uh, big boy. I eat. And if you're going to give me half cooked yeah, you chicken, get sick off of you're going to get me yes. sick on that. So when I hear people yeah. talk about you, I'm a do me. And I sit here and I think to myself, well, maybe you need to get self-aware because maybe the version of you today is not the best version of you. And we ought to not be getting, and you ought to not be just doing you. Why don't you get great and then go do that? And yes. so what do you think about that for the person who's running around? They feel like they already self-aware, Tanya. Mm. How do you speak into that person? Yeah, I I love that because what you said about that is key. They, that self-awareness piece is crucial. One of the things that I love, and and I know you say, um, you don't want to talk about you at all, but I'm going to say this about you. The course that I sat in that you were the instructor for, um, you and your colleagues, the message was very clear through that day. And you even use assessments as an empowering tool throughout that process was that, how are you going to lead people? How are you going to duplicate yourself if you don't know the essence of who you are, how you lead, how, you know, just all of you, what kind of manager are you? What kind of person are you, right? How are you going to have people follow you if you don't have a complete picture of what that is? So mm. an assessment tool is awesome and you, you do use that. Mm. So that's one piece. Self-awareness, there's a process that you go through with a coach to talk about the values, the assets, the things that you bring to the table. That's, that's one of the first things we do for my coaching clients. I want to hear what makes you great. Mm. If it's your list of, All the things that are fabulous about, let's talk about that because I want you to hang that up when we have those tough days, when we're digging deep to work on on the other stuff that's not so great. Yes. I want you to always remember the value that you bring. But if you never have this dialogue with anybody, you could be walking around in a bubble, that I am great bubble, that I can rule the world bubble, and nobody's ever picked it apart. Yeah. You've got to spend time on you. You've got to develop you with a professional at times and get inside of that mess and break it down. What, why are you so great? What, mm. what is it? Yeah. Let me challenge you on that as your coach. Let's talk about that. Mm. Right here. Solution from the huddle. We're talking with Tanya Blackwood and, and she's the CEO and founder of then I rise. One of my favorite named companies <laughs> uh, on the planet. Absolutely love it. A, a mindset and a confidence uh, life and business coach, somebody that speaks into people's lives uh, and someone we're proud to have on the show. 
we're talking about awareness. We're talking about people finding their greatness. Yes. We're talking about folks getting with a coach and maybe, maybe getting clarity about their, their awareness, right? They might, and we live in a culture now. I love this and I make fun of it. I get in trouble, but everybody want to run around talking about how they woke, you know, which is, oh, Lord. which is Not their woke. way of saying that they have awareness because they so woke. And I find a lot of woke people are snoring. Uh, <laughs> whole lot of woke folks asleeping um, yeah. and maybe they need to hire Tanya to help them get clarity about their awareness. Um, Tanya, what's the website? How does somebody get in touch with you? Because listen, people know that I'm a coach, but I don't need to be your doctor. I just want you to be well. You go find somebody that, that, that you jive with, that you feel their spirit. And I already know that our audience is listening to you right now. They feel a connection to you. And if they want to get clear about their awareness, Yes. What do they need to do? What's the website? How do they get a hold of you? Well, they can go to www.thenirise.org and you just, just hit that button on the website that says, let's connect, let's chat, um, let's have a discovery call. Um, that's really your only obligation is to hit that button and schedule yeah. some time with me and then we'll talk and take it from there. So that and I'm then I rise on Instagram. I'm yes. Tanya Blackwood and then I rise on Facebook. Yeah, and y'all got to check out the show they do. Her and and I don't want to mess it up. Starts with a B. Is it? Benicia Wyatt. Benicia, my co-host extraordinaire. Yeah. yeah, the two of these ladies do a show that's so exceptional. Um, and you can go to then I rise the right there on the, their Facebook page and and they'll live stream it for you. Tanya, when they go to Then I Rise, and y'all better get make sure you got it right. It's T H E N. Okay, don't be out there misspelling this now and go to nowhere. Okay, Then I Rise org. Go to dot com, you gonna get lost. Okay, so it's dot org. Right. Then Then I Rise org. When they go there and they they do that discovery uh, session, is there a charge for that first session? No, not at all. So not they all. so 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 there's no barrier. There's no excuse. If they want to get right. clear about their awareness, they can get some time with you. They can get clear about their awareness. They can better understand their greatness. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I'm, I'm excited about that. We have uh, programs available that, you know, really can speak to their individual needs and it just be a one-on-one. -on -one. I have a group coaching program coming out and, and contributing to a book that, that yes. launches in the fall. Come on now. Which I'm really excited about. It's called Courageous Enough to Launch. Yeah. And uh, that that's really exciting to me because there's so many people sitting with um, their dream in their belly. You know, 3% of us actually pursue what we really want to do in life. And the yeah, other 97% just exist in, mm. in what they're doing. That's kind of sad. So... Yeah. If I can encourage anybody to follow behind you and I and pursue what we love, yeah, I'm excited to help them do that. So. Yeah, and the marketplace is big. There's 97% of people out there that that, that need it, that they want it. Um, you know, here's what I've. I also just I want to encourage everybody. You know, I want you to tune in and check out Then I Rise. I want you to go to thenirise.org and and capture some time with Tanya. I want you to wait for this book to come out and be a part of it. I listen to people, clients, friends, family, Tanya, all the time. People talk about, man, I, I, I need a break. Mm. People talk about if, if I could just, if somebody could just see how talented I am. Uh, you know, everyone's trying to look for the come up. And, and, and the truth is we don't pour into and invest in someone else's come up, but we expect to get our own come up. 
Yeah. And so, the, you know, I, not that Tanya needs it, but I, but I just want to encourage people to be a part of her next level because this is what gets us to our next level when we pour into yeah. and lift up the balloon of the other people around us. It, you know, if we, if we lift up enough, if we pour helium into enough balloons and, and we hold those balloons, eventually uh, those balloons will, will, will be what drives us to go higher. Yeah. And so I want folks to be a part of your come up, be a part of what you're doing, grow, Thank learn, you, develop and, and invest in themselves. Don't just go call and Tanya and, and get that discovery uh, session and leave, leave your wallet at home uh, spend some money invest mm -hmm. in yourself. Right. I mean, we, but we know a lot of these folks out here, they just want to do the free podcast. They want to do the free, this, the free, that don't, don't do that. Don't sell yeah. yourself short. Tanya, talk a little bit about that. Tell me about the, 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 a poor poverty inside of mindset. Because mm. mindset and confidence is your wheelhouse. And I know that so yeah. many people run around talking about being poor and in poverty, but in reality, it's just a, a poverty mindset. Is that right? Because yeah. so, many, so many folks just will not spend a nickel on themselves unless it's liquor and partying, right? So, <laughs> so, so tell us That's about that. That's tell us the about truth. That. Well, to me, I mean, I'm a follower of Carol. I know you've heard of Carol Dweck. I might be saying mm -hmm. her her name wrong but she's written a couple books on mindset yeah. and your mindset can make you or break you yeah. and your actions support your mindset eventually um what you continue to repeat to yourself is what you become mm. so if you don't naturally speak about wealth and abundance and prosperity then it won't be a part of your overall picture and if you if your mindset is either Say you have a growth mindset where you see failure as an opportunity to grow and you're, you're ready to take on new tasks. You're always encouraged about new things and want to move forward or your fixed mindset, which looks at that as failure as a failure. It mm. causes fear. You never want to grow from anything. You want to stay secure and never challenge yourself those two mindsets battle each other all the time. You have to decide which one you're going to align your behavior with mm. and start to move forward in. So if you create a growth mindset for yourself, along with that comes the mindset of prosperity and abundance. And one that I carry with me every day, which is we rise together. That is a mindset, Titus, that you walk with continuously. I watch you and just what the past three minutes, what you just shared about why we should support each other and yeah. build. Um, my interview with you was one of the most popular ones on a rise and shine podcast. Come on. And that's because people feel yeah. the genuineness that comes from Titus. He wants wow. people to grow. Well, he wants you. people to succeed. And he is genuine about that. Yeah. And that is an area that we all need to move to. The world would be such a better place oh, if we realize. Yes. If we realized that, you know, Zig Ziglar had some, that there was something there yes. when he said, you know, the, you get the joy and your success comes from building up others. It will yes. naturally happen to you. You yes. know, all the greats have said it. Yeah. So you know, mindset it, is key. It's like, it, you know, at some point, if all the rich folks, if all the successful folks, if all the significant people 
keep saying the same thing. Hello. It's like, I mean, at some point we got to quit fighting to call it fake and quit fighting to call it not real. It, it's like men love the darkness. People just like to be unaware. They like to sit in the closet. They like, they want to complain about why it's all dark and cold, but they don't mm -hmm. leave the cave. Yeah. And, and you, you know, do not find out anything in your bubble. Yeah. And you have to surround yourself with a circle of people that are going to stretch you yes. and make you grow. That's right. If you're the smartest person in the room, you best to get out of there. Yes. Come on. Yeah, you I agree. I agree. And, you know, it, we live in a culture today, Tanya. Tell me what you think about this. People just surround themselves with the folks that like what they like, think what they think, oh. talk the way they talk. You know, and, and, and even when you see their social media, it's like everyone's just agreeing with them. Everyone's just going, man, that was, that was a great post you did. Oh, you're so smart. You're so wonderful. Mm -hmm. I, I've got two young kids and I just listen to everyone talk to kids. You're wonderful. You're amazing. You're great. Oh, that was a, such a, such a, a nice burp you did. Oh, wow. Oh my hey. God, Titus, we're in the era where everybody gets a trophy Tanya. and that makes me absolutely nuts I can't because I didn't it. grow up with that. I can't, I can't handle it either. I'm like, yeah. but so why strive to be better if yeah. just enough, you're going to get a trophy for just enough. Yeah. There's no way. No. My, my son, like when I like to beat him at things and then I want to, and then I like to say, do you know what just happened? He said, I lost. I said, yes, you did. And not even a little bit. I, I mean, I got up in that face. I was all up in your grill. I dominated you. No, I'm, uh -huh. I don't go that hard at him. But, but uh, the truth is, is, I mean, I feel like, the, the Bible says that our right hand needs to know what our left hand is doing. Yes. And so we need to be clear and honest with, e with each other, with, but with, with grace and respect. Yes. You know, and be honest and say, hey, listen, that wasn't the best. That wasn't great. You know, and, and, and we, we're so scared to hurt feelings that we keep hurting people. Mm, yes, and, and, and that's and, so and true. Hurt people of, hurt people every day. Every day, right? We, we we stop hurting someone's feelings, and what happens is, in, in return, instead of hurting their feelings, we hurt their future. Ah, uh, and so yeah. I think we need folks like like a Tanya who gets in our lives and challenges us and says, you know mm -hmm. what, that was great what you did on Monday, but on Tuesday, let's be honest, that was awful. That was not good. Mm -hmm. That was not your best. That was not your best. That was not your best day. <laughs> yeah, let's figure out why as soon as we can actually do something about it versus That's lying true. and just saying, ooh, let's have a Wednesday just like Tuesday. No. Uh, no. You can't, you can't skip. But the, the thing about that too, Titus, is developing those good habits is a great thing because as we can see from everything that's going on right now in, in the country globally, yeah. Yeah. Um, you don't get do-overs. Mm. No. You no, know, you don't you make a mistake. That's you know it. it. Cancel. Yeah. It's viral before you know it. You you don't get a do-over. So if it's not what you meant to do or say, that's too bad because it's everywhere already. Yeah. So you've got to come from a place where it's ingrained in you. So what comes out is authentic. Mm. Once again, that, that, that's you. Look, I don't care if you delete me. Matter of fact, I'm excited about it because <laughs> then I know what I'm working with. That's right? right. Yeah. So let's, that's what I was talking about. Filter out, shift out that dirt yeah. and keep it moving. But you've got to fill yourself with some good stuff. You've got to fill yourself with, I mean, if Titus puts out a course that's coming up and he's doing, 
he has a circle of people around him that are fortified, that are teaching quality content. Mm. You want to be in the room because then that becomes ingrained in you. And that's the position from whence you speak. Yeah. You know, going forward, we don't want to create a bunch of little Tituses. What we want, we don't want to create a bunch of little Tanyas. What we want is to pour into you and you take that content along with all the good pieces of you and you spit that back out into the world yes, yes. and it's got your spin on it it's absolutely awesome because guess what titus and tanya aren't going to touch the same people mm-hmm. and neither are you mm, whoever's right. listening to this you have a group of people that were placed on this planet that are waiting for your voice Ooh. so you have to educate yourself, put yourself in the right company to strengthen that voice. They're waiting on you and they're not going to move until they hear you speak. Yeah. And that's what a rot. That's what I rise is about because you spend that time when you're in your then fortifying yourself with all the good stuff you can. So then when it's time to rise, you rise so strong. Yeah. And when the days get low, you're able to fall back on that package, all of that stuff that's now become a part of your core. You're able to fall back on that and say, you know what? Yeah, today wasn't great, but I'm, I'm smart enough to recognize I didn't have a good Tuesday. What can I do to make Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday outstanding and not beat the crap out of myself in the process? Because you spend time beating yourself up. It takes away from your shine time. Mm. So you don't want to do that because people need to see your light. That's right. Right. They, they need, need to see your light. They need to. Uh, Solutions from the huddle. We're talking with Tanya Blackwood, CEO and founder of Then I Rise, a professional life and business coach. Um, we, before we close out our show, we, we've got, I've got one more thing I want to talk about, but we always want to say thank you to our sponsors, the folks that help make the show happen. Um, we are so grateful for Speedy um, Oil Change and, and Auto Mechanic in the Carolinas. They have multiple locations. Uh, you can go to our website at team-csg.com and learn more about them, as well as learning about our other sponsors like Quality Heating and Air of the Carolinas and Easy Living Technologies, just some of the companies that support this show and help us make it happen. Tanya, I want to talk to you uh, as we finish up. We're closing out the show here. So the good news is all of you folks can go to iHeartRadio and Apple and everywhere that podcasting is found. And you can listen to the show over and over and over because all of the wonderful things that you've poured into us, Tanya, we're going to want to listen to it again and again. How many folks know that when you catch a show the third or fourth time, you pick up some stuff you didn't, you didn't get the first time? Oh, yeah. Time? Oh, yeah. So, so I want to encourage everyone to make sure that you go back and keep listening to the, to the tips and tricks that we've learned from Tanya so far and, or just go to thenirise.org, right? So that we can stay connected. But before we leave, I would be crazy to not ask you such a poignant and relevant current topic. Uh, you are a person of color. You are a black woman. Um, and, and, and I want to just ask in, in 2020, which is ironic that it's 2020, right? We, we are getting more clarity and seeing more today than maybe ever mm-hmm. before. Give me your heart. Give me your impression on what's going on in 2020 in this country and in this world um, as a black woman, as a, as a black entrepreneur, as a, a thought leader, a voice of authority, uh, but from mm. the perspective of a person of color. That's good. It's, it's been an interesting journey. It really has. Uh, simply because, you know, 
it's an awakening, but I, I would say it's an awakening for everyone. Mm. Um, not just white or brown or it's an awakening for everyone because this is a journey the social injustices that we're seeing blatantly displayed today have been going on for hundreds of years but for some reason um people have chosen i just recently in a devotion um watched a brief uh film called the blind spot and the exercise was to, to look at something and eventually the other thing on the other side would go out of focus because you were so poignantly staring at that one thing. We all have a blind spot. And though people would say, you know, I don't see color, um, that's not okay. I need you to look at everything. I need you to see color because I want you to respect me and all that I bring to the table. So if you're telling me you don't see color, then you really don't see me mm. at all. So it's been part empowering, part devastating, part hopeful, um, and part hurtful. And I actually had an email sent to me. Um, actually, it was a, a messenger sent to me by a, a friend that said, um, you know, I just want you to know that um, this is killing me. And it, it was a white male friend for years. This is killing me what's going on. I need you to know that I love you for who you are, what you are. I respect you. I always have. And if you need me, if you need anything, I need you to reach out to me. But I wanted to touch you and let you know where I am on this because it's crazy right now. Wow. And I don't want you to doubt anything. And I will tell you, Titus, that um, just changed. It, it blew my mind. I'll put it like that. It blew my mind because the silence that came from all my other friends that are not brown people mm. hurt me so much. And that just magnified the fact that they didn't do what he did. They weren't brave enough and courageous enough and strong enough in their character to say, I see what's going on. It's not who I am. And I want you to know that I love and care for you. Yeah. You know, that, that was huge. So I did send a couple of notes out to folks saying, you know, this is really rough. Um, but your silence hurts more than anything else. Wow. So now's not a time to be quiet. Now's the time to love everyone, yes, but it's also a time to recognize the differences, support what you can to change those differences, and help each other be better, and to check yourself. Mm. Really check wow. yourself. Yeah, I love that. Uh, you know, thanks for sharing that. Thanks for being so raw and open. Um, you know, I, I can, I can honestly say that you know, and I think I said this on your show, I, I think we have just, we have a spiritual uh, battle like never before. Yes. We have a spiritual problem and, and the, the wealth inequality and the injustice and the mistreatment and the racism are all the symptoms, in my opinion, at least. Of a uh, big, of a, bigger, Of yes. a much bigger problem. The disease yes. is a spiritual disease. And 
you know, I continue to watch people be so blind to it in the same way that we're blind to sin. Um, we, we, we get so caught. The Bible uses the term, it says, the thing that entangles, let me toss off all things that entangle yes. and then run the race that has been set before me. Yes. So God talks about sin in, in this way as though it's like an entangling net and, mm -hmm. and, it, and it, it just becomes on us and a part of us. And we don't even know that we're sinning. We don't even know that we're in it. We're so clueless and so funky yes. and so dirty. There's that um, blind spot. Yes, sir. Yes. And so, yeah. so when people keep thinking that it's a money problem and a race problem and a legislation problem and a political problem, I keep going, oh my God, sin continues to distract us. Yes. So we don't find out that it's a sin problem. It's so we, that, yes, it is. We keep yeah. not fixing the actual issue. Mm -hmm. right? and, and we're going through all of this because he wants to set us apart to spend some time with him and recognize the pieces that are broken. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, it, it, you either get that or you don't get that. I, I don't know. Is it Titus's responsibility or mine to educate you on that? It's massive. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it doesn't, it doesn't happen overnight and it doesn't happen one but you person, have to move. But yeah. you have to take some action. You have to yes. move. You have to do something. You know, I, I I was praying. Somebody was challenging. And I don't know if we talked about monuments on your show. I, no, we didn't. They're coming down everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, somebody brought up to me. They said, well, you know, where does it stop? You know, I got it from both ends. I tear everything down. And then I got other folks that said, well, take down these things because they're overtly, obviously bad. And I go, well, I said, you know, I started praying about it and I said, well, what should my position be? See, I, I normally form my opinion in a collaboration think tank and I invite all the people that matter most as it pertains to my opinion and my position in life. And so I invite all the people mm -hmm. that I've given authority to form my positions. And so I invite myself and then I invite God mm -hmm. and then that's where the invitation that's it. There you go. And so I invite everyone that gets to help form my position on things in life. Now yes. I might listen to other people, but when I have my closed session, my my board meeting, uh, that's that's right. Family. And so I said, Lord, I said, I, I I guess I can respect some of the positions from from the two, three, four different angles of this thing, but if I want to really get it. Deuteronomy 29 says that the secret things belong to God and at the appropriate you time, come on. he'll give them to us. So yes, if I'm going to, I don't need to go to Fox news or CNN to get it. I don't need to go to bill or Sarah to get it. I don't mm. need to go to target or Walmart or, or Sam's club to get it. I, I, just, right. I need to go to God because it belongs to him and he'll give it to me when I, when, when he, when that's he says right. He created all those other things. Yes, all sir. Other things. So Tanya, I went to God and I said, Lord, I said, you know, what, what do you think about these monuments, Lord? You know, I hear that they're, they want to take Gandhi down and Gandhi made some very racially insensitive comments in the early parts of his life. Um, yes. And they want to take George Washington down, the, you know, the president that helped get us away from Britain and Columbus and all this. And, and I thought, well, gosh, you know, there's somewhere I can't even begin to imagine why we erected it in the first place. You know, the Confederate stuff and the rebel flags. For me, those are terrorists against our country. They, they decided to fight against our country. 
Right. We, we normally don't put the flag up for the losing team. We normally put the flag put up. Put the flag up the for the winning team. The winning yes. team is kind of weird. But then as I was sitting in that, I, you know what I found out, Tanya? I, I was What's in, I, I was in unrest. And then I remembered, I said, Lord, your peace surpasses my own understanding. Yes. And so if I need to, if I want to stop being restless, then I need your peace. Yeah. <clears throat> and God said, you don't, you can, he goes, I already told you what to do about all these statues and monuments. Mm. What do you tell you, Titus? You know, the 10 commandments says not to make any graven images. <laughs> yes. I mean, we, I mean, he, he let us it's know. It's a nice list right he, at the beginning. <laughs> he, put, he let us know before, before Jesus came around, he said, before thousands of years ago, I made it really clear. Don't be yeah. making no graven images of nothing. Just don't do it. <laughs> if it ain't about me, if it ain't worshiping and lifting up me. That's right. Take those golden calves down. Don't, don't make That's it. right. I mean, I said, I said, oh my gosh. You know, I mean, we, we don't need to have a 20 foot statue of, of, of Mother Teresa. We don't need to have mm. it of Gandhi or Stonewall Jackson or George Washington or Columbus or Dr. King. Martin Luther King never wanted us to make a 20 foot statue of him. He wanted his words to live in our hearts and walk out in actions. action. Yes. That's yes. What, and so I said, Oh my God. I said, <laughs> I said, what, what in the world? We're over here arguing about which statues to leave up and take down. And God's over here going, I told you don't even build none of this stuff. And if you'd have just listened to me in the first place, you wouldn't have to argue. You wouldn't have little boys and girls of color having to, to stand and go to school, walking past statues that invoke fear and shame and hurt and pain. We wouldn't have had to have the, the one of the states in our country is removing the rebel icons from their state flag. And the black mayor is in tears crying because he's signing the legislation, getting it out. But the fact that we're even having to talk about it hundreds of years later, you've got to think to yourself, well, what if we had just, I don't know, I mean, just kind of went and did what God said to do in the first place. In the beginning. Would and and you know what strikes me with what all, all that you're saying, Titus, right now? Sorry to interrupt, but it's all, you're saying it's a, a spiritual it's a spiritual issue, a spiritual sin, a spirit. all that stuff serves as a distraction. Mm. That's all from the overarching of all of it. That's it. That distracts us. That's it. And that's why the golden calf was an issue from the beginning because it distracted the people that's from it. the real that's deal. That's right. And the real deal is not a statue not who's on the front of a box of morning porridge. Mm. Not not who's on the bottle of syrup for pancakes. Come on. Come you know, on. no. Come That's a distraction. That's it. That's it. You know, spend some time with me. Open up the B-I-B-L-E. Mm. Spend some time with me. Yeah. And stop worrying about distractions. That's right. You know, so it, it is a spiritual distraction. It and, is. Um, yeah. I just, I, you know, and, and listen, there are things about my own faith as a Christian. Sometimes I go, Lord, I don't understand this. Lord, th this feels conflicting with this chapter or that chapter, but I know that that's not your intent. So I, I know I don't understand it, right? It, right. It can't, it can't be your words and your message and your direction. I've already decided that you're righteous 
and that I'm trying to get on your righteousness. Mm-hmm. And so when, 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 I, when I come from the perspective that says, teach me, show me, I'm coachable, I'm yes. teachable, I, I want to be led, um, I find that the answers come. You know, yeah, I they find, do. I find that they you come. Have, yeah, you I have fi- to get, yeah. I'm sorry, you have no, to um, make sure that the white noise is cleared. Yes. You, you, you have to make sure that all of the distractions, all of the things, God wants your attention, but he's not going to move heaven and earth to get you to listen to him. You need to, the blessing is in the movement mm. and you need to be moving and pressing forward towards seeking out what he has for you. Um, because if you're sitting back waiting and you have all this stuff blocking that space for him to even get to you'll never get the message you can't go to him in prayer and then you have 50 other things going on and he his he you won't hear him yeah and he's not gonna he's a jealous god he's not gonna battle with all that other stuff no he's busy you don't talk about that you don't talk about that you know i i i will tell you you know tanya that that when i when i when i go to god and i just say lord please show me teach me, Mm. give me, I want so desperately to know. I feel like we're in a society where everyone wants to impose their will and their perspective. You know, I'll tell you what I think. And I I don't need to know what you think. What I need to know is is what action you're taking about what God said. You know, everybody's like, well, here's what I think. You know what I would do about that? It's like, I just, it, 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 it tears my spirit apart. And, you know, I had somebody one time that said to me, well, you know, you can't just say, you know, God this and God that. Christianity's a mess and churches are a mess. And, and I said, listen, that's fine. But, but have you even tried to seek the kingdom of heaven? Have you tried to seek the understanding of God? Because if, if you've allowed sin to trick you, to make you think that it's imperfect, so therefore I won't do nothing with it at all, uh, then you got got. Yeah, you, I, I was just going to, that's the perfect way to say it. You've got God. Yes. You were bamboozled. You yes. were bamboozled. I, you know what? It's not perfect, so I'm going to do none of it. And I had somebody, <laughs> I was trying to talk to him, and I said, how foolish is it if you don't like the stuff that they're selling on aisle six, and now you don't go into Target at all? You convinced yourself to not even go near the door. And somebody said to me, <clears throat> they said, all right, well, Mr. Preacher, <laughs> you know, they said, this is back, <laughs> back when I used to preach. And they said, um, you know, uh, I, I have a hard time with Christians. Church folks drive me nuts, Tanya. So I, mm-hmm. I get I get in trouble with them because there's, there's so much self-righteousness. And everybody has yes. an answer. Everybody's a preacher. Everyone's the minister. Everyone is back backseat preaching from the back. Yes, the but here's the answer to that is what does your life say you are? That's what it. does your fruit say you are? Yeah, you know, I, I did a post the other day. I said, um, some people that have not met me or visually seen me, they, they, they don't know if I'm white or black sometimes. And, and, I, and they, they go, what color are you? And I said, I'll tell you my color. I'm the color. Titus, of- I've known you for years and we don't know if you're white or black. Okay. <laughs> well, I told somebody, I said, uh, you want to know what color I am? I, I'm here. I'll tell you my color. Uh, my color is the fruits of the spirit. Hey. And, and they said, well, what, what color? I said, uh, love, love. I'll be the color of love. Does that work for you? I mean, we, we're just so caught up. I, I want to see color. I, I, it's beautiful and wonderful, but, but it's right. so much more deeper than one thing. But, you know, someone said to me, they thought they were being a smart aleck. They said, well, 
you know, the Bible is filled with all kinds of bad stuff. And they said, well, what about, you know, white folks used to use the, the, the verse slave, obey your master. What about that, Mr. Church, Mr. Jesus, Mr. Preacher? And so I, I you know what I did? I, I went and said, you know what? I need to go have a board meeting with, with my trusted advising team. So I invited God and then stopped the invitations right there. I said, I don't right. need anybody else. I said, Lord, help me understand this. Cause your word says I'm not supposed to lean on my understanding. What in the world are you talking about? And he, mm -hmm. you want to know, can I, can I tell you something cool? I mean, I've never done this on the show. I normally don't share anything when I'm interviewing anybody. Can I tell you something cool? This what? is forever going to be on this episode. So here's, <laughs> so here's what, where the Lord, the Lord poured into me, Tanya. You know, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth and he made man. And he said, he made us in his image and likeness. So he made something pretty amazing. Yes. And, uh, and you talk about someone's having their greatness. Well, we're made out of great material and we're made in the image and likeness That's of God. That's it. Yes. We're masterpieces. We're Every masterpieces. last one of us. And so when he made us, I thought to myself, well, well, where'd the sin go? Where did the imperfection yuckiness go? Because it, it, it had to be in the box somewhere because he didn't make another God. So there had to right. be some imperfection somewhere. Now it was in the box that, or it was an ingredient in the box, but maybe he didn't sprinkle it into the bowl when he was making mm. it. So I said, Lord, well, where'd the imperfection go? Where, where, where'd the ingredient that had to be created so that we wouldn't be God? Where was that at? And he said, I put it in a tree. And I told him, I said, don't eat it. Don't put it in you. Wow. Let that sin stay wow. where it is. Let the imperfection live where it lies. I had to create mm. it because I didn't make another me. But do right. me a favor because I love you. I'm your father. I don't eat it. Don't put it in you. If you take that food coloring and you drop it into this water, it's going to change the color. It's going to cloudy it up. And I said, okay, Lord. I said, but what's this got to do Basic with Basic instruction. I said, what's this got to do with slave obey your master? What, what, what's going on? And then God said that in, in Psalms, it says that I have magnified my word above my own name. name. And in yeah. the 10 commandments, we're not supposed to use the Lord, thy God's name in vain. So I said, well, your name is kind of a big deal. God. So, so if you magnified your word above your own name, then if, if something is, is in the word, it must bind something. It must be so mag magnificent and powerful. And I said, okay, but I still don't understand this whole, this whole slave obey your master deal. And God said, but check this out. When I made Adam and Eve, when I made humanity, I said that they get power and dominion over everything in the garden. Yes. And if I right. took your imperfection, your addiction, your abuse, your adultery, your cheating, your lying, your racism, your hate, and I put it right here in the place that I gave you power and dominion and control over. Mm. But I locked it up in the tree and I told, yes. I told it. it, I said, listen, you not allowed to come out. I took that thing and I put it in a tree and I told it to obey you, its master. Right. Mm. So mm. when I say slave, obey your master, I'm saying sin, evil, hate, racism. You don't get to come out and screw around with nothing. You need to obey my children. The creation that is humanity yes. is a master over this, this sin and this hate and this vile and you have the power. And I said, Lord, this must be why you didn't. I remember being a kid. I was like, why didn't you put that, that tree on the moon so we couldn't have reached it? And, God and that, said, that's so key what you just shared, because 
Well, what's going on now, even to the point of them considering in real estate to change the term master bedroom. I just heard that the other mm. day that to change that term, I was like, okay, when is this going to, what, what are we doing? But what you just described, I think is why, and, and I'm no expert on social injustice and racism, but the wording and the story you just put behind it of this is the sin and slave obey your master. He made us ruler over all of it and gave us choice and free will over all of it for another human being to make another human being that apple mm. is where I believe everybody has the issue. Mm -hmm. So what you've done is you've taken us all kings and queens, right, rightfully so, mm. ordained by God, and you've demoted one of us that's part of that like the analogy you did with the burning house. There's, a, there's houses all over that street. You've taken one house and said, you're not a house. Yeah. You are now an apple. That's right. That's exactly right. You know, and of course the other houses, they're either going to align with that process of thinking, but the, the house that was chosen to be the apple is horrified. To say yes. the least, yes, they've not chosen that for themselves. That's right. Nor do God they didn't feel. God didn't choose no. it for them. He, they were on the lineup with everyone else. They've yes. been, now been demoted by someone who has does not have the authority. That's right. To demote them because they did not create the lineup of kings and queens. That's right. Yes. So it to me, I, I don't, and that was maybe a little sloppily done, but that that's the issue right now. Well, so, so that, that's what I'm, you know, when I seek first the kingdom of God, when mm -hmm. I go to my father and I say, teach me, then I come away with an awareness to go full circle to what we talked about, a clarity of awareness where I go, that's what you meant. See, because I'm seeking the kingdom of God, the goodness in a person, place, or thing, I need to seek first the goodness in the word of God. And so where man would use the word of God in an evil manner to tell a slave to keep obeying me because I, I, you know, I'm the master. No, no, no. I can't assume that God meant evil. I have to seek first the kingdom, the goodness of God. And when I did that and I asked God, he said, look, I made all of you the masters. Yes. And I made the evil and the sin. I wanted to make sure that nobody could say I can't overcome my addiction because I'm just not good enough. That's not you came true. out overcoming it. Yes, That's right. It's only the only reason the addiction has to submit to us humanity as its master is because God said, hey, you slave, I enslaved you in a tree. I said, you got no power. You got no dominion. You obey my children, white, black, Asian, tall, short. The, all of my children are the master and you mm -hmm. need to obey the master. And right. you don't get to come out. And so when they want to put you back in the tree, they have the power to do that. That's and I right. said, well, God, I remember saying, Lord, why wouldn't you put that tree on the moon so we couldn't even reach it? We yeah. would have never ate the, the apple if it was on the moon. And then God said, he didn't tell me, Tanya, when I was a kid, I asked him that question. And every preacher said it was about obedience. And I said, no, it didn't say if you want to. It was pretty clear. Don't eat that. Right. But, but you know, when God taught me, when I became a parent, 
Because every time I put something out of reach of my children, they get a little taller and a little older and then it's in their reach again. Yeah. God said, I knew that in a couple of years, y'all would figure out how to get to the moon. And I made you so great that there is nothing out of your reach. So Mm. I have to put it in the place that you dwell and then make you a master over over. it. That's so good. Yeah. Right. Just got to seek first the kingdom. Listen, make sure we're going to close this out. This is the longest show we've ever done. Um, (laughs) Check it out. Then I rise and you better spell it right. It's T-H-E-N-I-R-I-S-E.O-R-G. Make sure you check it out. Tanya, thank you, my friend, for being on the show. I love you. Oh, I love you too. This has been amazing. And, And I just pray prosperity and abundance and wealth over all that you touch, Titus. You're an amazing human being. Thank you. God bless you. Hey guys, Titus Bartolotta here, your host for Solutions from the Huddle. I just wanted to thank you for tuning in today. And if you want to stay involved and engaged in the show, be sure to check out all major podcast channels by searching for Solutions from the Huddle. Thanks again for your support. We hope you come back.